Jesus Christ. And it's one of those, like, she invited her parents, her cousins, her aunts. You know, like, too many people showed up to this thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Invite your friends that like art. Invite your friends. But don't make this, like, you're graduating high school. Like, okay, grandma's going to come, and then parents are going to come, and then, like, every circle, every concentric circle of your life has to show up to this thing. Well, it's a, you understand what I'm you're like dragging people out. Like, you'd feel bad if you didn't go because she invited you. Well, yeah, but the, uh, this wasn't. She didn't invite me. I was attached to somebody that was invited. So that's even worse. I'm like, say I'm on like the outskirts of the concentric circle, right? Like you're getting married, you're graduating college. Bring your grandma. Bring that aunt, uncle and aunt. Bring your friends. Bring your athletic friends. Bring your work buddies, you know, but not to this. Man, come on, like this isn't a big fucking deal. Call me when you're somebody. Call me when you're famous, man. Yeah. Call me when you can make me famous. But see, that's what those rappers like rap about. They're like, oh, back then I wasn't hot. You didn't want me, but now I'm hot. Now you all on me. All on me, yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. So you're gonna be those one of those people that they leave out in the dust. You know what, man? I. But I don't want to be, like, I don't want to be the guy that's like, I saw Hendrix before he was Hendrix. Like, that's not something to me. I don't hang my hat on that, you know. Like, that doesn't impress me about somebody that you saw Janis Joplin before she was Janis Joplin. Like, I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. I would like to hear the story and tell me about it. But I'm not going to be like, you're special. You don't want to prove, like, you have an eye for talent. Like, you're some, like, recruit well, that can spot it. No, I mean, listen, I want to hear the story. I'll probably ask you if I know you every Christmas, I want to hear the story because it's probably a great story. Like, what was he like? What is, you know, but at the same time, it's, it's just tough. Talent in its infancy is a beautiful thing. And if you could spot it early and follow it, track the progress, it's pretty rewarding. It's rewarding, really. Like what? Like, tell me, give me an instance in which you've, you've saw talent in its infancy tracked it and how it rewards you today can you think of any well there's some bands you know that i've listened to that put out their first or second album that's when i got into them and now there's like 10 albums you know like the black keys for example we saw their rise to the black keys Uh we were listening to them before you know chula home you know chula home thick freakedness like all all those albums before and then they came out with attack and release and you know all brothers and now they're just like a a mega band yeah it was kind of cool seeing them blow up on the scene. Yeah. You know? I guess. Yeah, you're right. It's not like I don't think about it every day, you know? No, I don't think about it at all. Uh, it's not. I'm not the guy that... There's a lot of guys out there that have to remind you, like, oh, dude, I've been listening. Like, it's the cla- it's the cliche hipster thing. Like, I knew about it before it was cool. That's true. I right? knew about X before it was cool. But, which I get. Because if you did know something about it, there is there is something to that. It's a natural instinct we have for some reason to want a voice and want you let you know like I found them before you did. I appreciated them for their merit as opposed to their status, their fame. Right. Well, hopefully there's people that are into us at this stage. <coughs> are are we already famous? I'm not sure. We're we're on the if you drew a chart of fame, right? How did see the chart of fame is kind of like a what is that called? Hockey stick. No, 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 no. It's actually a, uh, it's like a what is it? Distribution. 
Was it a, a hump? A parabola? A hump. It goes up, and then it crescendos, and then it starts to go down. And then it goes all the way back down at the end of the graph. You're just maybe even lower than where you started. That's the true fame. Come on, man. Think sure. about it. You rise to fame. You reach this crescendo, this moment, this small period of time where you're just the man, you're the shit. Can you stop saying crescendo? But you, so what what point are we at? Are we at the top? No, the we're at the goddamn bottom. We're sitting by a lake with fucking ducks drinking coffee, drinking donut chip coffee, man. On the left side or the right side? Dude, you don't, at the beginning or the? We're at the left, man. Okay, <laughs> we're right. at the left, no, just, which is why I'm here. Okay. Sometimes we're I get at the right. confused. I get caught up in all the the action that's going on, the places that we're at, the responses from the fans. I think, hey, maybe we're at the top of that curve. That's one way to see it. But then it's people like you who fucking well, slap me around, bring reality back. Well, this is this right here is where it, this is where it'll end too. I mean, we're gonna be waterside, maybe not Benelli. You know, we might be too big for Benelli at some point. But we'll be some. We'll be sitting on some large body of water, metaphorically and literally, doing our last podcast. You and I will be divorced. We'll have sued each other a couple times. This will be like a reunion thing that like people put together for us. We don't even speak anymore. We'll get on air. We'll tell our story. Like we won't listen to each other. You'll basically do your version of how our whole career spanned out, and I won't listen to you or play. I won't play off you at all. I'll just and I'll do my own story. And we'll go on long, long, rambling diatribes, throw jabs at each other, and then we'll take off the headsets. And then we'll never see each other again. We'll like yeah. drive off in like chauffeured cars. One of us will die, and then one of us will release like a public statement, like kind of alluding that I like the guy, or and then part of it's like piss on his grave type thing. Because the money and the fame, it'll get between us. It of course, always it always does. It always does. You know what I was thinking about, or I've been was back in the public eye is Conor McGregor. Have you followed Conor McGregor at all? Not recently. No. <laughs> it's so it's sad because he has literally turned out to be the most cliche version of a fighter, quote unquote, boxer. There is. He was like the people's champ, dude. Did it all right. Now he's got a alcohol, allegedly cocaine issue infidelities lawsuits he's punching people like he's like he can't get a fight anymore no one really wants to see him fight he's kind of begging for for a fight it's just the classic story and is and like, he like damn it this cliches still happen in 2019 like we've all especially he's our age we've all grown up with the internet we've all grown up with all these movies like we get the cliche we're to the point where we shouldn't have to live out the cliche but yet we do it's human nature. It's like once you surround yourself with all those things, the money, the power, the cameras, that, that, it's eventually going to happen. So is he is he in the public eye right now, like down on himself, or he's yes, like dude. doubling down? He had to like – so I'll, I follow this a little closer than you, so I'll tell you. He – which is kind of a jab at you, right? See, Why? Kind of, no, just to talk. Just to, I'm just alluding to the final episode here. Okay. Like that's what that's what that final episode is going to be like. I hope you bring it back. You're going to say things and be like, I'll be, like, I'll just dismiss them subtly. Uh, he's like, he punched a guy in a bar. He punched an Irish guy in a bar. Do you see that footage? 
For no, no. He, was, he, no. he he popped into a random bar in Ireland, and he goes, pour out. He has his own whiskey. It's called Proper 12. He's like, everybody gets a fucking shot. And this one old, old-timer, like a fucking bar fly, Irish guy, just drinking in the morning. He's like, I don't want that shit. Like, just politely, he's like, I don't want it. And Connor goes like, here, drink the fuck. I got you a shot. Drink it. And he goes, I don't want it. And he punches him in the face and leaves. So there's a big lawsuit. He, uh, he's got an uh, assault case on a woman. He's a child out of wedlock now. Uh, you know, the whole nine dagger. Like, I don't even, do I even have to say mm. it? Like, picture any Rocky movie, any fucking the J- Jake Gyllenhaal fighter movie. He's living out the goddamn cliche. Yeah. It sounds like it. He's got his own whiskey brand. He's like, he, I think he's alluding to him being sober now. He's like, I'm going to train for these fights. No more booze, no more drugs. It's just like, God damn it, dude. And the public loves it. Just eats it up. They, yeah. But now he's kind of said, no, they did. I mean, please. They, he fought Mayweather. He, they ate it up. But he's kind of like, everyone's like, ugh. Yeah. He's going to be washed up, dude. He's going to be signing autographs at the Pomona Fairplex one, like in five years. <laughs> like, I'm serious. And I don't want to see it. But shit, man, that's what happens. You live the cliche. And it's not like his record can back up his talk anymore because he's lost a few times now, right? He lost to Khabib, man. Got your, got your butt kicked, man. Khabib Diaz, right? Didn't he lose to Diaz? Or am, I, am I wrong there? They fought twice. He won the second one. He won the first one. Okay. But another area I've seen it is family. Those cliches, like you said, it's just inescapable. It's human nature. When, like, parents die and family members die, people fighting over money. I used to be like, yeah, those are like shitty people, though, you know? But then, even my own family, dude. People fight over the estate and fuck you and fuck that and I don't talk to him anymore. Mm. I was like, I don't think my family would ever do that. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, oh, they did. That's They're nice. human beings too. <laughs> Shit. It's crazy, man. That's such a cliche, dude. Parents die, siblings start fighting. Oh, yeah. It happens. You know why, right? A lot of it has to do with uh, the significant others. Oh, I get getting it. Getting involved. I get it. There's so many. There's so many. Family, as you get older, you're, the whole gigantic swirl of people that is your family, it's just made up of people. Like, when you're young, family is everything. And it feels like this this insane bond and, like, this insane relationship you have. But as you get older, you reach out more and you just make relationships and make new families with just people. And then it's just this big web of people. That are, and you kind of, you know, just, to be honest, man, as you get older, you, your parents aren't as, like, special as they were when you were a kid, right? Because now you're an adult. They're not as, like, this, they're not super, your dad's not a superhero anymore. He's like, yeah, man, my dad's, he's a man, I see this and that, you know? So, it becomes easier to just fucking knife him in the back for a couple <laughs> thousand dollars, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're already leaning that way. It just ha- I if mean, you get older, it gets easier to do that. Yeah. You see him as less of, I don't know. That's just my experience. Like growing up as a kid and being a child, like the, the world is just so like magical and innocent and your family is just so important to you. If and then you get older and you, I just being honest, some of the magic is gone. You're like, you see, you see your family's aunts and uncles, you see they're them as just people like oh yeah that he reminds me of the guy i work with who i fucking hate he's a douche or you know what i mean well they just become more real people yeah, yeah. and then you see 
Yeah, and you can stab, stab him, him in the back. It's completely. worth it. <laughs> you want to get that screen in porch on your house. So stab Aunt Debbie, back. she's going down. She ain't getting that shit. She's at the bottom she, of the lake. She ain't getting that last. She's not getting the fucking boat. Fuck her. I want the boat. That's cliche too, huh? Family's oh, breaking up. Yeah. I want dad's boat. Dad said it was going to be mine. Over money. Yeah, old dad shit. Dad never liked you. <laughs> All that shit comes up, it's dude. It's unfortunate. Especially in an age like this where everybody's pretty much living in excess. Oh, excess, really? Yeah, everything we have is an, is an excess. Like, you know, look at these houses that we live in. We don't really need a house to live in. All we really need is, like, what, a mat on the floor? Especially in California. I mean, when the weather's great. <laughs> we just well, need, like, a little tent, maybe. Like, a little a tent, tent with, like, shelter. a little mat. We need some shelter, Dagger. Well, that's that's about it, though. Well, we need food, water, shelter. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen. That's a, I think what you're saying is an extremely healthy uh, perspective to touch base with constantly. Because it'll ground you a little bit. Because sure as shit, all of us will put these earphones down and you listeners will stop listening to us. And then you're going to get wrapped up in the whole relative sort of uh, rat race and uh, the hierarchies out there. And you're going to want to get the new Apple Watch. You want to get the bigger Apple Watch. You got to have the newest iPhone. You got to have your clothing. It's got to be it's better than the next guys so you can pass on your genes. You know, that's re- that's human nature. If you can at least tether yourself a couple times, maybe once a day, once a week, and just be like, you know what, I really could be fine with so little. It'll it'll kind of kind of uh, take the edge off a little bit because it's all just relative. Like like we're talking about Grant Cardone. You know, you and I have listened to Grant Cardone a lot. Does that guy need any money? He doesn't need any money in the sense of physical needs but he needs the money for the person he's become exactly right exactly which i understand but because it's not about the actual money it's about he his every day he wakes up and he thinks like where is my he wants to protect it's it's just a human it's a human nature that's status it's It's hierarchy that's, that's truly human is establishing some sort of alternate reality society i guess and having like like being a, a prisoner of that, yeah, you know, but like, it's it's yeah, it gets stuff done though. I mean, it's in the smallest sense or the smallest amount of people, and then the Earth as it is today, six billion, seven billion people. That sort of thing we've designed or we have evolved to have, which is basically like a social structure with a hierarchy and I guess competition. I mean, it keeps things moving, it keeps things afloat, which is good. Here we go again, man. You always dive in the <laughs> deepest depths of the human psyche. Yeah. It's like Jordan Peterson talked about that. He's like, it's not about people, young men kill themselves in uh, the poorest areas of America, not because they're desolate. They're not killing for food. They're not killing for like resources, right? It's a relative hierarchy that they're all playing by. And it's it boils down to mating. It's like the the person, let's just say it, the man who has the most resources is the most adept at surviving in his social sort of construct is going to have access to mating. So it's all like it's 
nobody in Detroit now is is hungry. They have plenty of food. They have probably you know cheapest, most calorie empty calorie, but calorie dense area on earth. I mean, sure, we're the we're the richest in. F- the poorest neighborhoods in America are the fattest, which is so bizarre to think. About. You don't even have to work to get it. Like I don't think no. anybody here dies of starvation. No, ever. No, dude. You could, dude. You could get a cot at a homeless shelter. You could sleep in parks, like like you said. It's stamps, EBT, whatever, whatever it takes. You're not gonna die from starvation in this country. No, you're gonna die from violence, or self-inflicted wounds, or some sort of like psychological human behavior that that goes on mm-hmm. it's, it's nothing that you're deprived of really yeah, exactly yeah so somebody will kill you for your chain or your jordans or your car why not because that's going to save their life but that's going to raise their status in their hierarchy and it's going to take out competition so it's extremely human that's the game we're all playing we're not playing survival anymore you better believe it <laughs> <laughs> That's that's so true. It is, man. It's just, but you get it. I mean, shit. And I think that's why it all comes down to just mating. That it's just so. Sometimes you can you can honestly make a case like the only reason anything ever happens is like to fuck. Everything is to fuck to have sex and procreate. Pass your genes on. It would be it would be nice. It would be simple to break it down like that and you could definitely view the world like that i just don't believe it and i don't know if that's my mind playing yeah, tricks on me yeah. but there's so many things that aren't related to sex that like humans what? yearn let's, for let's boil it down like like say people who want to make art like why do they why like uh, sure a lot of them just want to get the chicks and vice versa but some of them are just like are literally into that thing like they're yeah. manic about it that yeah. they're so manic about it that they will never have sex with anybody. Yeah. You know there's a lot of people who lived very aloof. Yeah. Like you know like Nietzsche yeah. like he yeah. never really had any lover or anything. But he did it for the yeah. the sake of whatever that thing was. Well, Nietzsche's a bad example, I think. He was like he was infatuated with this woman, never had sex. Was lo- like he was like sickly to where he was like couldn't have sex. That's what I've heard about Nietzsche. So he was deprived. He was, yeah, he was extremely sexually deprived. But, yeah. but here, okay, I understand what you're saying. Like, we're looking at an RV park over there, right? There's got to be some woman or some man in one of those RVs who wakes up, doesn't, he's just in total silence, and they're making, like, wind chimes or something. You know what I mean? Like, I, for sure, that guy's impulse is to not, like, I'm going to make these fucking wind chimes, I'm going to take them down to the flea market, and all these chicks are going to want to be like, oh, my God, you fucking made these wind chimes. But... The urge itself, that that individual may in fact be doing that for some sort of pure godly reason inside of himself, which I do believe. But also, our behaviors and our impulses are passed on from generations and generations of people. Now, the ins- I believe somewhere in there, the impulse, the, the act of a human making art is to differentiate themselves, make something beautiful, to differentiate themselves within the within the tribe mm-hmm. and stick out and get fucked. So, although it's not his, he's embodying a behavior which is rooted in sexual desire. Do you think? Maybe. It's I, but the, I, I, but do you think it's the physical yearning to uh, to have an orgasm or to, to to feel that pleasure, that sexual pleasure, or do you think it's more of a status thing? Of 
I can move my way up the hierarchy. The ladder, yeah. And, you know, sex will definitely move myself up that ladder because the hotter the girl next to me, the more people will look at me as if I'm somebody, some, yeah. somebody important. It's the ladder. It's the ladder, not the hierarchy ladder, like what you said, the second thing you said. It is about, like, even, think about that. Even the physical orgasm itself is a carrot on a stick to procreate your genes. We don't chase that. Like, I think we think we chase the orgasm because it feels good. But and really think about it. It's like five seconds. It feels good and then it's gone. But what really feels good and what really is innate in us as like mammals, which is really weird, is to fucking pass our genes on. Like, that's a deep, deep urge. Like, think about all the things that come along with like But some, some people never want children. Some people like could care less about having kids. Yeah, but I mean, can you say that for the majority of people? Or or is that just a very small percentage? I think it's a good percentage. I mean, if all people Bullshit. wanted to do, they would have as many small kids as possible. But I if disagree. that was the number one goal in life, people would have as many kids as possible. Not to say that these urges aren't quelled and managed and dealt with, but like what? It's just, it's, I just, I see it like, I mean, it's it it blossoms in a lot of different ways, Dagger. You see, see, I had to sit, I had to sit you down here and school you today, but it blossoms, <laughs> <laughs> it blossoms out Tell in me. a lot of different ways. So it's not always about like being the most physically attractive or making the most money, but like from that deep, deep mammalian urge of like, I want to stick out. I want to like, you know, you, you're married. You're not out hunting other chicks, but you still wake up with like a full set of balls and you're like, I want to go go to work. I want to do a good job with this. I want to clean my car. Like the, all those urges come from this, this origin of like, I want to be the best version of myself. I want to feel really fucking good. Yeah. I want to feel, uh, empowered and which I, all of that can stem from this thing inside you. That's like, I want to be you know, you don't want the same urge to like, I don't want to let my parents down or like, I don't want my friends to think I'm a fucking liar or I don't want them to think I'm a pussy. That because that's from like this hierarchical standpoint standpoint. And the reason for the hierarchy is for mating. Well, I think I, I agree with a lot of what you said right there, because sure. Yeah, I, I, I think at least I think I want to just be a better version of myself every day. But I think we're giving this sexual drive too much flexibility and i understand most psychologists would probably lean on the side of everything's related to sex and because that's just the freudian school of thought but part of me believes human there's a there's like a divine thing humans are doing on this earth that's not related to like that's part of what being human is is separating yourself from those animal urges like we wouldn't have been able to do so many things it wasn't for those those innate, innate drives, quote unquote, innate drives. So, yeah, no, I I agree with you wholeheartedly. There's something different for, between us and like a lion. There's yes. so, there's something there where we're not totally all in on those yeah. instincts. Primates, like there's way big difference between us and our closest relatives, primates. For sure, man. And that's why if you rewind this fucking podcast, if you're listening. I started by saying. It's sometimes like I always fall into that line of thinking when I think about this shit. I always, it's easy for you to fall into like the whole sex Freudian thing. It's very easy. It's there. So not to say, but two things can be true at the same time. So we can have this absolute divine spark and do things for the sake of beauty. You could be a soul reincarnated just to experience this sort of life. 
but also be, you know, occupying a a mammalian monkey suit, sure. which we clearly are. It's both. That's the thing about life, Dagger. See, I had to sit you, sit you back down and school you again because you raised your voice and you tried to take over the podcast. Two things can be true at the same time, man. That's number one. That's rule number one in my book. You have to you have to be okay with two contradicting things being true at the same fucking time. You really do, or else this life's gonna really you know, bother you, jackass. The the guys that can't don't get it. It's like breathing it. through your nose. You have two nostrils. They you don't just have one. Elegant. It's like good. hearing. You have two ears, right? You don't just mm. have one. It's like seeing. You just have. Wow. Hold let on. me let me sit you down, Dave. Real my quick. Mind. Hold on. Let me see. I, two eyes. My mind, man. You have two of almost everything on your body. Two what nuts. for? Because it's two ways of looking at things. Wow. It's called yin yang. Just one penis, though. Yeah. Most people, at least. Really big one in my case. Wow. I don't know about that. But. So here we are. We come full circle. Full circle. X shower daylight. At the. Uh, it's pretty oh, nice. man. Daylight savings. I can't wait to hear all the complaining about daylight savings. Oh, I told you I issued my first uh, happy holidays a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah. October, mid-October. A little said, premature. Happy holidays. But it was organic, nice. dude. It was you organic? Want, do you want to hear the instance? <laughs> yeah, give me the context. I didn't even think about it until after I said it. So <laughs> I'm, at a, I'm at a place where you see people more than once, right? Anywhere. <laughs> it's all, also, it's Anywhere at a gym. Public? At a gym. It okay. sounds like I'm trying to cover like up for like getting hand jobs spot. at a massage. Like... There's a place where muscles need to be relaxed, and no, I, so at the gym, and oh, well, I'll see you next week. Oh, I'm actually, I'm not going to be here till after the holidays. And as they're walking out the door, I was like, "All right, well, happy holidays." Boom, there you go. Wow, Think of it, it's applicable, right? Yeah. Well, hey, oh, I'm actually out of town till after the holidays. Oh, well, happy holidays then. They threw Bang. you an alley oop. They threw you. Dang. You just dunked it. I hated myself. What you did. I hated myself. Especially you as like the the hater of all holiday greetings. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I just think no. you, you I don't like the premature are particular shit. about the timing. Especially after. It's the after for me, more than the before. Oh yeah. That it really gets on too long. Like says like people are tossing out happy New Year's in February. Like people are really doing that. Yeah. Yeah. They're out there. Uh, yeah. And it's those are the worst and we talked about this. We talk about this probably every year. But we'll continue to talk about it. Yeah. It's the people that have nothing going on. And like, it's just, it's the same kind of people that like get into like parades. Like they just glom onto the social, the, like the biggest common denominator I can find between everybody. Cause they're scared to talk about, you know, their Freudian sexual urges and their vicious, vindictive primal instincts that will kill and take their families pension at the fucking drop of a hat like they're trying to suppress that so they want to come off as the person that's like hey the rose parade they're at the rose bowl parade like isn't this great happy new year and they just want to live on like the highest surface level they possibly can of purity and happiness you know well they just like, don't want to step on specialist and it's nice they don't want to step on anybody's toes because uh, these people yeah the they more, don't want to say the wrong thing the more i'm just i'm coming to the conclusion like the bigger, whatever you're showing me, and this is, now I'll, now I'll sit you back down. We'll talk about Carl Jung, okay? Oh, the man. shadow. The okay? other side of the coin. <laughs> whatever, whatever you're showing me, the exact opposite is true for who you really are. 
the exact opposite of who you really are. The bigger the persona, the deeper the shadow. Carl Jung, I always forget this quote, but he's got a great, beautiful quote. Like it's, it's highlighting this point, but it's poetic. Like the candle's shadow, the brighter the candle's flame, like the longer the shadow. It's really good, but it's. I think it's true, man. So that person that's like, you've seen it. The fucking the the preachers who like are fucking killing people or you know taking money from the church, having sex with sixteen year old girls. Those are the guys who are like the biggest. Like God is so great, glorious on this morning Sunday, and they're like, you know, the the guy that's the Christian guy next door that's like, hey, just happy to be here, man. Hey, good game last night, huh? He's fucking sick, dude. I'm telling you, the bigger. The more, the bigger charade you're showing me of how nice and kind and polite and easygoing you are, the deeper that hole goes, man. But is that just anything, or is it like particular things, like a a, a particular charade? In, in I think in it's your words, people. Uh, well, I think we're talking about personality. Personality. Talking about the persona. So anyway, so we're the always shadow. the complete opposite of what we are. I think, yeah, because what it's, in, internally. The persona. It's literally like think about your persona, Dagger. It gets heavy because it's like you you choose every day what you show people, right? You you literally get as a person you get to show people your mask, your face, your persona. Yeah. Like you get to vote for it, you get to reinforce it, you get to throw it in people's faces. Something inside of you is choosing to do that because it feels that we all have a shadow self. We all have things in urges and personality traits and desires that we deem the same time you vote for the, the the mask of yourself you realize the sickness of yourself the shit that will like either cost you money or get you ostracized from the tribe or make people dislike you or cause confrontation or hurt somebody else so you throw that in this bag called the shadow and you put it you hide it you hide it from the world and that's a choice you actively repress and hide the things you don't want to show, and you actively show the things that you want to be perceived as, mm-hmm. which is really crazy because that means the that, that means there's an antithesis to to whatever you show. There's an opposite. Whatever you're showing me, you showing me something is a dishonest sort of act. And but, I, if you, but I'm showing you what's what's me. I'm, I'm expressing. I guess. I guess. Um, it's I guess it's free will. You know, you're just expressing what's inside of you. Yes, but more for you, than for, what you don't want. Yeah, but I think you understand this concept. So I think people that think about this and are able to detach detach judgment from themselves. Some, some people this wouldn't even they couldn't even hear this conversation. They it was just it was, their their psyche wouldn't even take in this information. But somebody that's integrated. That's a psychological buzzword. Okay, integrate, mm. and you and you have your ego. You've ha- you have a healthy ego, Dagger. I'll, I'll sit you down. I'll give you that. You have a healthy ego. I have a healthy Thank ego. You. Thank you very much. Uh, and when you have, when you're willing to detach judgment from yourself and shame, like you're not ashamed of your ego, right? If we talked about your ego, your, your ego, excuse me, it's pretty, you have a huge ego. Your shadow, you wouldn't be ashamed of that, right? Like no. you wouldn't be ashamed of being greedy. Like if you if not. you can take out the shame component of it. You're much more integrated. So for you, I, I believe you when you tell me these things or you your persona, your mask. Like I, I, I there's less of a, a charade going on. So that's why I say when you, somebody is just like somebody you meet, you're like, what the f- are you? Are you fucking like? Have you ever sat down and looked at yourself in the mirror, thought about you? You meet these. You just 
like Trump supporters, like some guy in Georgia, like, eh, Trump's going to build the wall, you know. People that just have no sense of self or ever think about anything like this. Those people, that's the people I'm talking about. Mm. Those are the sick fucks you got to watch out for. So sure of themselves. Yeah. <clears throat> and they're just dumb, right? You know, just stupid people. Well, you know, some people don't have any humility. They never actually look in the mirror. They, they don't, you know, they don't check themselves. They don't have friends that check themselves. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of what you, you just live ignorantly and you're not open to new ideas. And this is one <clears throat> that attacks the center of your soul. And you like, it's, it's complicated because yeah. you're like looking at yourself and in a lot of ways you are the worst judge of yourself. Oh yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like. I think I know what I'm expressing to other people. I think, but in reality, it's you, you probably have a better idea of who the fuck I am than I do. Like uh, at least, at least what's being perceived by everybody else. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's like a tricky thing. Maybe I am revealing accidentally all the bad parts about me, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I'm not even expressing the good parts about me. Yeah. And then what's good and what's bad? Oh, here we go. You know, it's almost <laughs> like everything needs a some a, some sort of. What would you say? Like a like a like, a, like a, ba- a word for that? Yeah, like like one word. So you're going your hands up and down at the same time. Yeah, so like, like your right hand goes up and then your left like hand a teeter totter. Like a like a a, a symbiosis God, or just, like a just like one word that kind of described equality on both sides. Kind of like a yin yang thing. Balance. Balance. There it is. Let's see Balance. how far in the episode. Okay. All right. Damien. You knew I was gonna drop it. I mean. It's the listeners were waiting for it. How about this body water? Do you think this is influencing our conversation at all? The fact that we're sitting by a somewhat large body of water? Of course. I believe it. You know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on with water and air that people don't think too much about. First mm-hmm. of all, the earth gets its temperature or at least maintains its temperature mainly from the water. Well, it occupies three quarters of the earth's surface. Huh. But there's a lot going on between the surface of this water and the air around it. Uh-huh. And here we are soaking it all up in our nostrils. And we're getting a lot of negative ions, which is shown to have, to have positive psychological benefits. Is that so? Yeah. That's why people like the oceans. That's why you like walks in the woods. All of this nature gives off negative ions. So it decharges our body a little bit. Well, here we have this lake in the middle of a... San Dimas, beautiful town, by the way. Nice um, quiet town. Trees, We've got some fishermen down there. And my favorite, <clears throat> probably my favorite animal, or bird at least, are, are these ducks. Duck is your favorite animal? Yes. I mean, have you... Your spirit animal? He's a duck or... They're just like characters. They're yeah. characters. You know, they're water body. I, I'm a water person myself. I just like how they socialize. They have their routes. I don't know if you've seen it. Every 10 minutes or so... Uh, a, a flock of ducks flies over our head. A well, gaggle are, of geese. Oh, here. Here they go again. Listen, listen, folks. As they did Listen fly. to the silent flight. Look at that. Are so they majestic. Fish? Yeah. Is that why they go so close to the water? Geese don't eat fish, do they? No. These fucking herbivore. They're just doing routes, man. So, there, yeah, there is a sort of serenity when you're next to one of these bodies of water and there isn't a bunch of crazy humans next to you. Doing flip cup and <laughs> ripping bongs and shit. It's just nice. Every great civilization dagger started. Oh, here comes another one. Here we go. That's like a... The boys go. One, two, three. Six of them. 
And there's also geese out here. You get a gaggle of geese walking around. All right. You said it's gaggle of geese. Pretty nice. You said that. We got that the first time. I didn't say gaggle. <laughs> Every great civilization deck was started by a large body of water. Yeah, they're called, uh, what's it called? R- r- riparian? Riparian? Oh, there's actual communities. Term? Yeah, it's really? a specific term. And really? it's it's not just a coincidence. Well, we evolved Humans from evolved from the water Correct. itself. A lot of people think, hey, we came from the land. We were no, created. Which is wild. <clears throat> it's the dolphins, man. Look into it. I, th- I think there's something to that. The whole aquatic ape theory, you know. Yeah. There's like a divergence of, like one of our ancestors was like, well, I'm going to go in the water. And he's like, oh, I'm going to go to the land. And then they started to. But where did they start? Put. Well, no, they came out of the water and then they got like landlocked. They like basically washed up on shore. And this is like evolutionary terms. So like over thousands and thousands, thousands and thousands of years. Millions, yeah. So something started to evolve on the, the land. Right. And then one went back, one went this way. I, I, I'm so, I'm thoroughly convinced that we are uh, half alien, half, half mammal. Really? Yeah. It's just too, now nah, I'm just, I'm okay with going with it, man. Because, like we said, you know, we have these old monkey things, right? But we're also light years away from monkeys and primates. We really are. It's just too bizarre. We're too bizarre. Human beings are too strange. Looking at the landscape of everything, looking up, thinking about the infinity of space, and then looking at a chimp's eyes or a primate's eyes and being like, my brother. It's just, it makes (laughs) sense, man. Something above, whether it was God himself or a fucking race of aliens, came in and just did some shit, man. You don't think humans could have just naturally evolved <laughs> from, you know, those apes and I mean, primates? Well, I mean... Because think about the variation. Think, man? Like, think about how wildly, vastly... Like, I wish somebody... There's probably I could find it, but quantify it for me. How many percentile different... If we could make a quantification of it, how many percentile different are we than the smartest primate, right? And then relate the primates to the sharks, to the lions, to the, like all the other sort of base of fucking animals on this earth. And like how much, what's the variance between them, right? Like what's the variance between a fucking duck and a and a bonobo? Probably like whatever. Again, I wish somebody would quantify it. Maybe you can do that for the next podcast. You're a math guy quantify it and then quantify create your own sort of scale of intelligence and then quantify bonobo to fucking man it's well, like what here's the it's problem insane. with that here's the problem with that it's not gonna be perfect you have to pick a metric yeah right? exactly that's why i and said then, oh you got time number two a human's gonna pick the metric and so it's an, it's basically going to be. They should pick it. What, what, you have a fucking already. Pick the metric guy. I think just at the face value of it, there's enough variation between a bear and a caterpillar. Intelligence wise, I don't. Who, who knows what intelligence just, is? God dude. damn it, Damien. Do okay. you think you are more intelligent than a bird flying around? Yes, of course. Well, you define do. intelligence. But th- look at how that bird's living. It's living a beautiful life. Doesn't have to work listen, a day of its listen, life. Guy, listen, guy, making nests, hatching eggs. Listen, we can do this all day long. But I'm saying, pick a fucking metric. Somebody out there, pick. I, I'll trust your metric. It's fine. I'll give it. I'll give it its due. A, a reasonable human being can come up with a quantifiable metric, in which you and I can be like, all right, that's fair. And we can just. I want to marvel at the numbers. 
That's all. Just give me some fucking numbers to marvel at. How much smarter is a fucking human being and the variance between that and, let's say, a bonobo and a bear and a bonobo? Uh, you know, you don't want to look at those numbers? Well, if, I had those, if I had those facts, if I had the charts right now, it, it would, would be fun to look at. Intelligence on, is so fun. subjective, dude. Oh, you're a fucking intelligence dick. is such. It's one yeah. of those things. Like I mean, just uh, thinking about it initially. Okay, what's the animal that lives the chillest without doing as much work? Okay, maybe that's one of those things. But okay, so say that's true, right? Say there was alien intervention that made humans uh-huh. and humans in very considerably compared to all the other other animals. Now, what about technology? Now this is taking a life of its own. Do you think there was a second alien intervention into this technology that uh, that will divide us and eventually be our demise? Oh, All too hard of a question. No, no, huh? no, no. Take we a, take we a do this question a lot. We've covered this on multiple episodes, and I never steer away from it. Uh, you could, I mean, you could technically say that the technology came from us which we came from aliens so yes vis-a-vis the aliens did have intervention in the technology and technology yeah but you're uh, not you're not saying listen, that w- we no didn't come from primates either you're just saying there was we, some sort of intervention we were primates yeah. and then there we were we were shot with uh you know alien genetics or some sort of just insane technology that we don't even we can't even find in our body you know like what if consciousness is just like a piece of technology to some alien race they're like all right just zap these guys with like a consciousness 4.0 and they don't even use it anymore you know like there's a lot of different possibilities here but yeah i think techno i think technology is i think technology is let me let me just sit back down real quick okay i think intelligence is in in and of itself like a force of nature that exists in the universe and it inhabits different things, species and races. And and I mean races of like humans and aliens, Lumerians and shit like that. I think intelligence itself is like this driving force, just like life is, just like consciousness is. So it it chooses to embody different beings and, and different people in different times. So like... Even though there are infinitely intelligent aliens that are just like, we can't even wrap our heads around. There still is a source behind that alien, right? It's not like they're the gods, they're the end-all, be-all. There's something, always, there's some invisible, inanimate force of nature that inhabits all of life. And that is called God. (laughs) Okay? So, the aliens aren't above God, man. So... There's, there's these just forces of nature. Like, I really think there's just truth out there. There's God, there's truth, there's love, there's hate. Those are just forces that, they're like winds that move through times and spaces and people and actions and moments. So, and technology comes from the intelligence wind. And that's just chooses to blow down its own little path. But you don't think that intelligence do you believe in god was riding in a spaceship that came here and intervened with humans do you believe in god of course of course i do (laughs) yes no say it again well you you said that humans were a result of alien intervention with primates right sure 
So I was just wondering if you thought they had a second visit and then these strange oh. technologies started coming up. I mean, I can't prove that, you know. I, I don't, of course you can't. But what do you what do you think? <laughs> Honestly, man, and this I have to I'll, I'll start citing sources now. Okay, I'll come down to earth a little bit. Okay, two things. We all listen to Rogan, right? Everybody in their mom listens to fucking Rogan now. I listened to Rogan fucking ten years ago. Okay, Bob Lazar, <laughs> Bob Lazar episode you got to listen to, and this new Navy SEAL pilot or the the SEAL pilot. Those two people convinced me enough. Not Bob Lazar. Okay, Bob Lazar can get shaky, but this other guy who saw a fu- and it's documented. Like there's there's released redacted footage, sonar footage from the United States government that shows an object which we, we we cannot explain how fast it moved. We cannot. The guy, the pilot, saw a fucking tic-tac-shaped thing come out of the water, fly at speeds that our understanding of physics and science cannot understand to this day. I think we have been visited. I think it's pretty, it's pretty well known now. And if you listen to that episode and look at a couple more things on that particular guy in that particular instance, it's, we have been visited, which there's proof there's other intelligent life forces out there that have, we have, so yeah, I, it's certainly, it's more possible now in my mind than it, than it was back in the day or, you know, before I heard this, these, these, those two pieces of evidence, Bob Lazar, it's just a guy's story. Now there's a whole, you know, but this other guy, What's, I forget the commander, whatever he just did. Rogan, did you hear it? Yeah, was, you listened to it. I saw the video. Yeah. What'd you think? I thought it was strange how that thing was moving. See, but again, cop out. At coward. the end of the day, <laughs> fucking coward. At the end of the day, it's just it a video. Strange. Okay, so and it's fake. Although the source is a commander in our, our beloved army, U.S. Army. Uh, I don't think he was army. He's naval. Naval, naval. Navy. Naval intelligence, whatever. Or Air Force, rather. I mean. At the end of the day, it's still a video, and I'm not going to base my whole. It's not. No, it's 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 and it's and his story, and he's got a great story. I mean, but it's Jack, why would he? It's not enough up? for me to take that big of a leap. You that's know? your problem, man. No, but, but You're, it's that's still believable. Sonar footage, that that thing, that dot, and he like you understand the relative nature of which things move. The thing that shot from the center of the scope and just went and left the screen would mean. The fastest aircraft we had, he had, we have is like, what do he say? It was like the fucking Raptor, right? Mm-hmm. It would take five seconds, one, two, three, four, five to leave the screen. That thing left the screen in a minute. So either the thing is fake, or it had this insane, insane malfunction, and just highly coincidence, like, imp- like so improbable that at the same time this guy reported the story of this. F- this craft traveling at a super high speed the goddamn technology which we rely on malfunctioned and there was a glitch and the thing fucking broke so the same time it didn't happen another time it happened the same day the same time he reported it or somebody manipulated the footage just it could happen it could it's not like it can't happen how impro- i mean it's improbable like why would you do that why because you get all this fame you get oh, but like he didn't do that so some so the, pe- yeah, the united states government didn't. Maybe he didn't. Like, wait, there's so many unknowns to me. Why are you resisting this, man? Why I'm, don't you want to believe in aliens? I I have no problem believing in aliens. Well, why do you have a problem believing this? This guy? I, because I have a because pro- I I need more proof in my opinion. I you I need more proof. of those. You got the footage. More of those videos to come out. If like ten of them came out, 
I'm like, okay, and I saw similarities between them. It's like science, dude. In science, something doesn't get proven until it's demonstrated in multiple tests and it's peer-reviewed and all this shit. This is just one guy, one video. He's a little kooky. His He's sidekick kooky. with him, his sidekick with him is a little kooky. That's not a sidekick. That's a I'm not ready to swallow that guy. pill. That's I'm a- not ready to swallow that Tic Tac. That Tic Tac will fly up your fucking ass, dude, and like, make you evolve. Like, That's your fucking father in the it's sky, It's just like a bro. white dot on a screen you're talking about. Which is insane. Okay, but yes, all the other white dots and screens are magnificent pieces of technology. Like, I just, listen, bro. I, I get it. It's 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 not one, enough. <laughs> it's not enough. Sucker, it really dude. isn't. Are you willing to bet? Are you willing to yes. bet your, yeah, your life on because there? Your life savings here's the on, thing, this, on here's, this thing? Here's the thing about aliens and alien technology and, and sightings. Tell there's me. it's there's half of them are bullshit. Some like you know half. I bet you twenty percent are real, eighty percent are bullshit. The Prado principle. You know Prado is that's convenient. Eighty twenty, huh? You're a math guy. <laughs> these, these are forces yeah. of nature, man. There's things beyond us, man. There's things beyond you, bro. You got to fucking get a clue, man. Got to get a clue, dude. That's not that's rule number one, man. You got to wake up and get a clue. I've been working on my Grant Cardone, man. I sent you those. How how was that Grant Cardone? That's the first part of my Grant Cardone impression. That's pretty good. That was pretty good. And obviously, you just woken up, maybe? No, I was driving. I was listening yeah. to. Yeah, you just got to get real raspy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was listening to an interview he did, which Grant Cardone, I love. He's, by the way, he's great, man. I fucking love that guy. He's great. He was doing an interview. And the guy, every time, he never lets anybody finish. Like, he's always talking. So, like, ask me a question. So yeah, how do you yeah, like yeah, this lake? Yeah, the, yeah, the lake, yeah, yeah. He's you, just you ready to talk, dude. Like, yeah, ask me another question. Uh, you know, what do you think about these okay, aliens, aliens uh, yeah, from okay, the sky? Okay, yeah, you think yeah, it's, uh, like, real? Yeah, yeah, okay. It's just okay. like a pill in the sky. Okay, yeah. The thing about aliens, dude, is, you know, I, I've done deals with aliens, bro. You know, they got a lot of money up there. They got the gold. <laughs> they Anunnaki, they harvest for gold down here, man. That's, what they That's, talking about. That's not what I asked you, sir. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> And he says, okay, throughout the entire question. So you're asking the question, okay, okay, okay. I love that guy. He's just man. ready to go. He's just ready to go, man. Hey, let's do this. Are we going to do this deal or not, dude? I can't do the other part. I, all I can do is the okay and the yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny how fast these guys burst on the scene and they just take over a whole medium. Like Grant Cardone. Like a UFO. Well, dude, okay, so Grant Cardone. Maybe two years he's really been popular on YouTube. Maybe less than that. No, I don't know. It hasn't, hasn't been that long. But Watch. Look, at, like I said, he's going to fucking, something's going to come out. He's going to say the N-word. He's going he's gonna to go on some racist tirade. He's going to get me too. Something's going to happen. It's just a classic story, man. Yeah. He's going down. Just like a fucking UFO in the sky, man. They go up, and then they go down. You gotta believe, man. You don't believe in God. You believe in aliens. I believe. I believe in all of it. I believe in aliens. I didn't say that. You just believe in aliens. Just I didn't say that was conclusive enough for me. Yeah. You know, I like the fact that aliens are aliens. Imagine they weren't anymore, and like they actually existed, and we had this whole yeah. agreement with them. That would suck. I like the mysteriousness of it, and the kooky people that come out and talk about it. I like that. Stop whole thing. saying kooky. They're kooks. They're not kooks. The Most of them are you kooks. You are a kook then. Most of them are kooks. You just said you believe in aliens. And now you're calling them kooks. So are you a kook? I believe in the concept <laughs> of aliens. <laughs> yeah, fuck, man. People are saying this going like, this contradictory motherfucker. <laughs> you like the concept of aliens. Great. Yeah. That's great. How's your coffee? Is it? 
Nice and it's lukewarm good, now. It's nice. A nice temp. It's a nice temp. It's yeah. a good sunspot, man. Yeah, it's a great spot. With this time yeah, change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. But okay. seriously, give me your two cents on time change because. Uh, so today. The uh, mornings we, are nice. We, we, we what, gained an hour? Uh, yeah, I guess we gained an hour. Daylight savings. I hate that term, but yeah. And then some people or some states decide not to participate. But we're in California and we do, we do. try to maximize the daylight in the day. Well, it's good for early risers. It's good for early risers. I don't like darkness. You know, it makes I. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Scare <laughs> the dark. It affects me, man. Like I don't want to go. You know, when it's summertime and like it's like six o'clock. You sit down, you have dinner, and then you're like, God, I could go anywhere right now. Like the sun's out, it's warm. Like that's just a happy, nice feeling. When you're like driving home and traffic after work and it's already dark and cold, it's just depressing, you know? That's when the vices start coming out. The well, demons, I got nothing to do. Man. I'll just crack this beer. That's when the demons come out, man. Light this stuff. No, I just, I like, I'm more of a, I'm more of a sun guy, you know? I'm a sun guy. I'm, I, I like the sun. It's just funny how us humans operate on this clock, this, this. Yep imaginary although based on physical reality clock that uh-huh. that runs our lives I mean, from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep you check the time the time always has something to do with it at least for most people unless you're dennis rodman but yeah it, it's <laughs> you just, look, it's just like a couple digits on a screen yeah well this gets another conversation we've had a lot how do you feel about this whole uh like you look you, artificial light blue light uh, disrupting your your physical biology, yeah, perhaps your well being. How do you feel about that? You looked into that. You 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 on you on the cusp of all this stuff, all this these fucking blue blockers and all these goddamn uh, blue bulbs in your house and glasses you got to wear to protect yourself from ultraviolet or not ultraviolet, but uh, artificial light, blue light. I think light is heavily under uh, researched right now. I think there's a lot of effects with light. Uh, you know, at least me personally, I've tried to turn off all the blue light that comes from the phone, you know, uh-huh. by 7 p.m. or whatever. You're looking yeah. at it. I try and minimize my screen time before I go to bed. I try not to look at the phone after I get up. You know, like yeah. I try and do all the things I can personally. But as far as getting the right amount of sunlight, like who's measuring that? Like, yeah, there's like the 15 minutes a day out in the sun. Make sure you get it. But there's no like metric like on your Apple watch that says, oh, you got enough sunlight today. Yeah. Even though it's super important. Yeah, you all, all that yeah. E and D. No, well, just D, D directly, indirectly. Your body d- d- makes D indirectly. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, what I'm saying is more the artificial light. Like that's the detriment because, I mean, you can't argue the fact. Listen, we're supposed to kind of get up with the sun, go down with the sun. So what? Like, once the sun goes down, you shouldn't be seeing any more light, right? It should be dark time. So the fact that we have all this artificial light, it's fucking up our brains. Like the studies that say, like you said, if you screen time before bed, it's going to, it's going to, uh, prolong your body's ability to make melatonin. So it's fucking up your sleep. It's fucking this whole cascade of events. It's fucking shit up. That's true. So people take, there's all kinds of like shit you could buy. You buy special bulbs in your house that don't, they're like all red and you look like a fucking weirdo. And then you wear glasses at night. Or you just <laughs> nobody wants to do the work though. The real hard hard shit is the sun goes down, you shut it down, 
and you wake your ass up at fucking 4.58, you know? But nobody wants to do that. You can't do it because you're a fucking social animal. You got to make money. You got to make a lot of money. I think we're fine. I think we've adapted. I think as no, long as you're getting enough bullshit. sleep. You haven't ad- I mean, adapted is relative term. We're fine, yeah, but are we optimal? You optimized. I mean, what's optimal? Good question. Who's measuring? You, a human? <laughs> <laughs> I heard, I once heard a quote, man is the measure of all things. Oh, uh, wow. Brilliant. That's all what man is. That's a, that's a deep philosophical statement there, pal. What are you going to do, huh? Yeah, what are you going to do? You only get one life, Dagger. One life. So I'm about to live out this Sunday. Yeah, what are you doing today? Church, first off. Uh, second of all, <laughs> write my thesis on psychology and human inter- <laughs> alien intervention with humans. Oh, that's a good one. I've been waiting to read that. Nine hours of uh, post-production work on the podcast. <laughs> Schedule the next one. And then knock out. And then just when the sun goes down at 4 p.m. tonight, yeah. just go to sleep. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it. Life or daylight savings? Yes. Okay. Didn't answer my question, but okay. 